What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about Michael Jaco and his story of the arachnoid species, or the spider species, that is apparently humongous, terrifying, and taking over multiple planets by the hundreds of thousands. So, sound wild? It is, and it is interesting. So, who's Michael Jaco? Well, Michael Jaco uh, is a Navy SEAL that appeared on the Gaia program uh, with Emory Smith. He underwent hypnotic regression to recover memories of being in the secret space program and fighting a multitude of different alien species, such as the arachnoid the uh, rock men, the reptilians, and many, many more. So we're going to get into Michael Jaco's story over the next few podcasts. And it is very interesting. And I've written down a lot of facts and findings, so I think you guys will really enjoy this. So what is and who are these arachnoid species and who, you know, really, you know, what background does Michael Jaco have? So Michael Jaco has uh, over 20 years' experience <laughs> in the... Um, Navy with the Navy and Navy SEALs. He also has 11 years of CIA operative experience as well. Um, so he's he actually states that he was recruited when he was very young to become part of the secret space program. He also s- stated, which is interesting, is that he, through hypnotic regression, has revealed that he's actually had kind of two lives, one that was in the secret space program and one that was part of the Navy SEAL program as well as his CIA uh, 11-year stint. So he feels like he's lived two separate lives, almost to the point of bilocating, having two fully separate lives, almost in two parallel dimensions. That's the way he, he feels and is kind of recalling his information under hypnotic regression. Now, with his experience with the alien species, um, he's uncovered many different species, but the arachnoid species is really interesting because, um, I had not really heard of this a lot. You know, I think everybody has arachnophobia (laughs) to a certain degree. And, um, you know, they even, you know, make bug species, the main, uh, antagonist in that movie, Starship Troopers, right? Uh, which was kind of like a propaganda movie to focus, you know, everybody on killing bugs and killing insects. Um, and there are a lot of insectoid and, and uh, 
ant-like and spider-like apparently species out there. Um, but what Jaco states is these arachnoid species um, are the, the most difficult on the battlefield to fight. He states not only are they huge, um, but they're more difficult and strong-bodied than the Draco reptilians. Uh, they're stronger, they're larger by far. Um, they're also uh, more difficult to shoot through their imp basically impenetrable exoskeleton than the rockmen uh, or the ant people uh, that um, Randy Kramer had discussed in one of his episodes on Gaia. So what else makes these arachnoids particularly difficult? Well, Michael states that they have the ability to regenerate their body parts as they're coming towards you, as they're aggressing on the battlefield. And they do use uh, uh, cover and concealment to fight. They also fight with total uh, Blitzkrieg-style fighting patterns to completely overwhelm with sheer numbers. Um, he states that they will drop eggs on any planet, and within months they'll have hundreds of thousands of these things, and they'll just take over in complete cities. And then they'll they'll deplete it of its resources. Then they'll move on to another city and do the exact same thing. Um, he stated that they were able to shoot pieces off of them, but they would regenerate very, very quickly. Um, so that made them very, very difficult to fight. He stated you needed a lot of firepower, a lot of firepower, and you needed large caliber weapons. So... <clears throat> You know, those sable rounds that they had in, like, Transformers where they're shooting them from the helicopters. Those huge, like, what are they? They were, like, 50 cows, and then they were, I think they had, like, 150 cow. I don't know. They were huge, huge, you know, shells, right? Like tank shells um, that they were they were firing off at the uh, Transformers in the first movie. Uh, I remember Tyson. He's like, she, he's like, fire down the sable rounds, you know. Give them all you got, and they're shooting these freaking th these this like scorpion-like transformer, and I'm thinking that that scorpion-like transformer is probably pretty similar to the spider-like alien species that Michael Jacobs talking about fighting during his tenure with the Secret Space Program. Uh, so he states that um, these things these things just have uh, multiplication at levels that are very difficult to fight off. Um, their exoskeleton is very difficult um, to fight off, but he also stated that there are other species that are giving us tech to fight these things um, and giving us the capability and mentality to fight these things. He stated that one of the things that you need to bring to the battlefield that they found out was that you can't go in there as, a, as like a 1980s action star with two uh, an Uzi in each hand just firing off rounds crazy willy-nilly like, you know, going buck wild like Mel Gibson, right, in... in uh, in like lethal weapon he was just a wild man right well the thing is you can't if you bring that wild mentality to the battlefield and to some of these high-tech alien weaponry they'll completely shut off and if you bring it to the, the battlefield some of these species have the ability to control minds as well or have an influence a remote influence on your mind so if you come in there with an aggressive mentality, even though you may, you may, it may come down to battle, battling and, um, and aggressive military, um, you know, positioning, you, you have, he states, you have to go in there with a loving kindness in your heart so that 
you at least have the potential for a different outcome. See, and that's what's really interesting is that a lot, there's all different kinds of possibilities for outcomes, whether it's on the battlefield or whether it's in your home or whether it's at work. And if you go in with a certain level of, of a thought process, different, different outcomes can happen and are happening all the time and changing to make things happen in the future all the time. Uh, one of the things he also stated was they were given the, these heads-up displays inside their helmets so that um, they could receive information faster and they could receive information from the future on the battlefield as to uh, where where uh, the action would take place. Whether it was predictive capability, um, you know, just taking the information that it could see, or he stated they also uh, took information from the actual future. It was a, it, these machines or these heads-up displays in their helmets apparently have some sort of chronovisor-like capability where they're able to see into the future and bring it into the helmet and then be able to be able to access and fight off these things with this technology. So that's what's really fascinating to me is that they're bringing chronovisor tech into the battlefield so that they can try to win these these battles because they can't do it just on sheer human strength alone. One of the other things Jayco stated that they're using in these secret space programs are the capability to increase size, physical size, so that you can be more dominant on the field and, and be faster. Um, so they had they had different chemicals they were testing out. They stated that they grew him from six foot to eight feet tall um, and from like 230 pounds up to like 350 pounds. Um, so he stated he was just like a big massive beast and he was out there you know fighting these things and then the medication can wear off as well so they had to keep you know keep pumping this medication on top of that they have these suits that randy kramer was talking about where they can auto inject chemicals into you while you're on the battlefield so if it, they're constantly monitoring your your physiology your blood work and seeing what kind of chemicals you need to continue fighting on the field so these machines were able to do, or machines, these suits were able to predict that and inject the chemicals needed to continue fighting, um, to to fix an injury, um, to stabilize a limb if needed, and so on and so forth. Um, they have the nanofibers within them, so they can tighten up, and they're, they're, these fibers are bunched together by the thousands uh, per square inch. So uh, the ability for these things to be effective is, is high. Um, to give, give you a little bit extra strength, to tighten you up in different areas, to give you more su support. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's the, that's the fascinating thing. Um, he stated that these arachnoids also had a, a, a negative mentality. Now, he, he stated that they have a high level of consciousness. They had attained a high level of consciousness, and he was confused as to why they would choose. Instead of, you know, if you're enlightened, typically you're going to try to continue to be enlightened, right? But there are some people, even here on the planet, that are very intelligent, but they're also very evil, right? So he states that this species just happens to be highly intelligent and highly conscious of what's going on around them. They just chose to be dominant over any planet that they come across. And he, he stated that, you know, they really have to monitor these species closely because if they do lay eggs in their area, then they have to stop that. They have to they have to prevent that and and kill off the eggs before they can hatch and create a, a humongous multitude of more spiders on those planets. Um, so going back to the loving kindness, uh, Michael Jaco stated that there's some species that are teaching them that. 
um, teaching our, our special forces that. Uh, one of them is like the is the mantoid beings, uh, or the mantis-like beings. He stated they're very kind, loving, and and they're willing to teach you. And he states you have to go in there with you know an open perspective and not think that they don't that they look, you know you can't go in and think that they look hideous. You have to accept them for who they are, and then they will teach you an numerous amount of, of information to make you more effective on the battlefield and make you more effective in life. To have that loving kindness and approach things in a more loving manner, um, he stated that he encountered those species in the Arturian system. Um, and ever since then, he's been able to connect with more species on the planet, have, have more sense of oneness with the, with the planet, um, and, and bring that into his mindset as he goes into battle. It made me think of the Men Who Stare at Goats program, um, where, uh, <laughs> um, what was his name? Uh, Chan, Channon, Channon, I think it was Michael Channon, um, but, uh, Bill Channon, uh, with the first, army battalion first earth army battalion and he you know if you saw many stare goats you know what i'm talking about it's jeff bridges character and his whole for three years he got funded to basically be a hippie and learn about love and peace and kindness and uh and and they tried to bring that into the military and there were some people who were really open and receptive to it and some not and you know it it got taken away you know it got pulled away from the military now the military did use psychological warfare but um, as far as like the loving kindness and stuff like that, I don't think that really got pushed as a as a as a positive uh, route to take. What they did was they they would utilize um, music of the culture if they were going to invade. Um, they would um, wear items that the culture would wear. Um, so they would they would try to blend in with the culture, um, but to bring the loving kindness in. They might they they did that with like brochures and they would drop brochures from uh, the skies saying you know America is great America will will bring you peace and you know kind of use psyops that way but they never moved forward with that loving kindness I think that that would have been something that at least from a remote influencing standpoint would have been beneficial maybe there is still something underneath uh, in secret projects that are being used for that I don't know but. I just want to bring Michael Jaco's story to you because I thought it was pretty fascinating. And he does talk about fighting other species, which I'm going to bring to you right now. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the future podcast. I apologize for being gone for a little while. Uh, it's just been super busy with holiday stuff and everything. So hopefully you guys are going to have a good holiday. Take care of your physical, spiritual, emotional health. Get out of the house every now and then. It's made a huge world of difference for me. I, you know, getting stuck in the house just even when it's cold is, is a bad idea. Just get out. Go to go to a friend's house. Go to a store. Go go anywhere. Uh, and continue to follow on follow through on those hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys. Take care and lockdown universe out.